afternoon. Good evening, everybody. Um, this Advent is on the whole family, and I will be lighting the first candle, which is the prophecy candle, and then the second candle, which is the second candle is the Bethlehem candle, and I'll be lighting the pink candle, which is the shepherd's candle, or the candle of joy. So if you can please join me in prayer. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, hallowed is your name. Uh, such marvelous, merciful, and patient you are with us. We thank you for this gathering. We thank you for just the breath of life that you give us. Uh, we pray this day that uh, we are always looking inside of ourselves to be more like Christ. We pray that we are obeying the Holy Spirit every second, every hour, every minute. We pray that you bless this time together for your kingdom and your will and help us to tell of the joy that the Lord has given us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this is called the whole family. Um, we all are part of a family, whether you know you live close nearby here in town, or you live out of state, or you live in a different country. So when you think of the whole family, what comes to mind? Some people say you have family on earth and you have family in heaven. But Ephesians 3.15 says, the whole family in heaven and earth. So one of the best uh, family gatherings that we have is probably Christmas, where people come from out of town. People are, you know, happy to see each other. People are caring for one another, feasting together, enjoying the time with each other. That's one of the best family gatherings but sometimes those family gatherings can be not so joyful. Sometimes uh, <clears throat> family members do not come for certain reasons, whether they were hurt in the past, whether they have lost someone and that person is no longer with them at the table, or whether certain character traits that a family member might have alcoholism, um, sinfulness that they are not able to get over. But let me tell you about a family that welcomes everybody. <clears throat> a family that offers forgiveness. A family that has the joy of the Lord. A family that does not remove tables, does not remove chairs, but adds tables. This family is more has a more importance than the family here on earth. The family that I speak of does not come by um, natural birth, 
but by new birth, which leads us to the birth of Jesus. Luke two eighteen through 12 says, And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. So I don't know if you um, know much about the shepherds back in those times. I guess, well, I did a little bit of reading and I found out that the shepherds were kind of lowly people. They were looked down upon from the Pharisees and the, I guess the high Jewish people in those times. So for God to send his angels to those humble, lowly shepherds. Think of the joy that the shepherds had when they saw that. Think of what it must mean. Why Why us? We're just out here in the field. Why not the people who they thought, maybe? Why not reveal this to the ones in the synagogue? the high priest. But we often call ourselves a family, us Christians, because we all have one Father. We are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus, and we are our one Spirit. We are the sons and the daughters of the Lord Almighty. Our Father in Heaven is a loving parent longing to receive His children. Our our Father in Heaven has given us His only Son that we might receive Him. John 1.13 says, They that are born again are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of the man, but of God. So you might ask us, you know, what else can make us a family? Well, you can say we all go to the same throne of grace. We all live by the same rule, which is the word of God. And we strive to live our lives spoken by the Lord. This family I speak of rejoices in one name. This family has only one name that can bring us all together. This family has only one name that brings salvation. Outside of this family, you are lost. You are blinded and you are lied to on a daily basis. But the family I speak of is divided into two, not one. One part is in heaven and the other part on earth. But this family 
forms one body in the sight of God, if you think about it. The Bible tells us of no third habitation, which means no purgatory, which means no holding place, whatsoever some Christians may think. The family in heaven, you can say they have run their course, they have finished their duties, they have learned their lessons, they have done their appointed work. They are no longer troubled by sin and temptation. They have said goodbye forever to poverty, anxiety, um, sickness, pain, sorrow, and tears. They have nothing to fear in looking back in the past, for they are with Him, which is Christ. But the family on earth, we are scattered all over the earth uh, in the midst of the wickedness. Some are here in America, North America, some are in Europe, some are in Africa, some are in Asia, some are in Middle East. All of them are running a race, um, wearing a warfare, carrying their cross, resisting the devil, witnessing for Christ, hearing, reading, praying, and striving against sin. Let us not forget that we still have work to do while on the earth. Both families might be separated, but... Both families are still one character. We are one possession. We are one, we have one relation to God. The family on earth, we love with much imperfection and infirmity. And we live by faith and not by sight. But while the family in heaven loves without weakness or doubt, or distraction. It sees what it once believed, which is our Lord. Both families have their, <clears throat> have their own duties they must do. But both parts of the family are, we are God's soldiers. For us on earth, our fight is not over. Uh, we need every day to put the whole armor of God not just on Sundays, not just at church, not just with fellow believers, but at the workplace, out in public, at the grocery stores, even with our friends who say they're Christian. Depending on their faith, their maturity, we know if we are being faithful to the Lord or not. But the soldiers in heaven are all triumphant. No enemy can hurt them, and no fiery dart can pierce them. But let me tell you that Christ cares as much about the family in heaven as he does the family on earth. So in Luke two, fifteen through 16, when the angels went away from them into heaven, 
The shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Do you ever wonder if the shepherds, as they were making their way with haste, they passed by their tents to tell their wives, their children, come with us. Let me tell you about what we have just seen. Let me tell you about where we are going. Luke 2, verses 17 through 20. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as they had been told to them. The shepherds were filled with so much joy and were so amazed at what they had seen that they were telling everyone about the King, about the Messiah, about the birth of the Lord. You got to think about the shepherds, that this is probably... just regular, average people like us. They don't have a very good understanding of the law like the Pharisees. They don't have, uh, maybe they weren't educated as high Jews, but they knew the good news. They knew what they had seen, what was revealed to them, And they felt the need to tell everyone around them. So why should we not think the same way as the shepherds did? Why should we not have the same joy and realize who we belong to? Realize who has adopted us. And realize who has loved us since the very beginning. So, friends and family, don't focus on the amount of the or the privileges privileges by what you see with your eyes, meaning that now we might only see a small body of believers with us in this present time. But don't forget about the great company we have waiting for us in heaven. And that when on that last day, we will be assembled together. There will be a multitude that no man can number. All of the members of God's family shall be perfect in holiness one day. Though we are born again and renewed after the image of Christ, 
we offend and fall short at times, or a lot of times. No one knows it better than ourselves, the things that we as a family need to change, the things that we should stop. But we should, we shall be completely freed from corruption when that day comes. We shall rise again at Christ's second coming without any infirmities, without blemish, and not even the weakest of us shall be overlooked and forgotten by the Lord. There shall be something for all of us according to his measure. The smallest vessel of grace as well as the greatest shall be something for everyone according to his measure. And if you do not belong to this family, I invite you this day to join it. Open your eyes. See the value of your soul. See the value of your brother, sister, mother, father soul. See the sinfulness of sin that they have or that we might have. And see the danger of their present condition. Open your eyes to see these things and repent this day. Jesus Christ is waiting to save your soul. See how he has loved you, died for you, rise again for you, and obtain complete redemption for you. Christ offers free, full, immediate pardon if you will believe in him. The whole family is, it's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's an everlasting thing. I pray that we all think about those that are not part of the family. And that we pray for them, reach out to them, and truly ask them to join to believe because the Lord, the Father in heaven, and the Holy Spirit will always want us to do their work. And the Father is looking for His children that are lost. I thank you this day for listening to my uh, teaching And I hope uh, you remember some of it. And thank you. And I will close in prayer.